Welcome to Radio Tambua, an outreach of ACFA, the Africa Center for Apologetics Research. ACFA equips God's people for the defense of the faith, biblical discernment, and cult evangelism. Let's begin today's message. Our listeners, we greet you in the name of Jesus Christ our Lord. My name is Roger Zatwebembeire. In the studio I have Kennedy Mchinangua Gondel from the Center for Apologetics Research. For a while now, we've been dealing with a series entitled, What Did Jesus Mean? We've looked at a number of passages where Jesus has made some of those astounding statements that so many over the corridors of time have found controversial and confusing. Some of them have ignorantly or innocently misunderstood Jesus' statements. And of course, to misunderstand Jesus has grave consequences. And which is why we consider it very important that we walk with you through some of the significant statements that Jesus said, what they mean, and therefore you draw a conclusion what this must mean for you for the rest of your life. And today we are in John chapter 14, where we will be looking at some of those statements again that Jesus said and therefore what he meant. The text that we are considering comes from John chapter 14, and I read, Do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God and trust also in me. There is more than enough room in my father's home. If this were not so, Would I have told you that I'm going to prepare a place for you? When everything is ready, I will come and get you, so that you will always be with me where I am, and you know the way to where I'm going. No, we don't know, Lord, Thomas said. We have no idea where you are going, so how can we know the way? Jesus told him, I am the way, and the truth, and the life. No one can come to the Father except through me. If you had really known me, you would know who my Father is. From now on, you do know him and have seen him. Philip said, Lord, show us the Father and we will be satisfied. Jesus replied, Have I been with you all this time, Philip, and yet you still don't know who I am? Anyone who has seen me has seen the Father. So why are you asking me to show him to you? Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does this work through me. Just believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. Or at least believe because of the work you have seen me do. I tell you the truth. Anyone who believes in me will do the same works I have done, and even greater works, because I am going to be with the Father. You can ask for anything in my name, and I will do it, so that the Son can bring glory to the Father. Yes, ask me for anything in my name, and I will do it. What a beautiful Texts. Amazing text. An amazing text, Rogers, there. But of course, a text that one, many people have misunderstood over time. You would think that Jesus is very clear, that Jesus is straight to the point, 
that Jesus unapologetically reveals who he is. But in fact, as you look closer, he makes some of those statements that you find very contradictory and confusing, at least so it seems. True. The Father is in me, and I'm in the Father. Father. You're wondering, how does that work? Just prior to that, he says, me and my Father are one. So he makes what those does that statements. Mean? And he goes even much further and he says, by the works that I do, I have shown you the Father. So you know him by the works that I do. And then he takes it even much further and he says, by the way, if you believe in me, the works that I do, you will also do them. You will do them. You will and do them. when I have gone back to the Father, you will even do greater works. Wow. Wow. Amazing. Very exciting, but before you get excited, maybe you need to ask yourself a question. What are these great things? When Jesus says the works that I do or the great things that I do, what is he talking about? You know, Rogers, it's very important uh, to understand what Jesus meant. And, you know, throughout this series, we've been talking about the things that we ought to do in order to understand what exactly Jesus meant. Mm. It's one thing Mm. to talk about what Jesus said. It's one thing. But it's another thing also to talk about what Jesus meant by what he said. That's right. So That's it's, right. it's very important that we, we, we become so serious about these things that Jesus said for us to really understand what he meant. So what's the context here? What is the main context that Jesus is talking about uh, here? And, and why is it important for us to ask that question? Because especially in our times where we have so many believers, including Christian leaders, who have reinterpreted this passage in their own preference and drawn conclusions that totally contradict what Jesus is saying. I have had a number of pastors who have said, for us we believe in miracles, for instance, because Jesus said we will do what he does and we will even do greater things than he has done. So what they have done, they have gone through the Gospels and they have looked at the miracles Jesus did and for the rest of their lives, they are doing everything possible to outdo Jesus or outshine him. And this is why, this is why, now, now, now you remind me, if I look around, no, you, you just look at some of uh, the churches, the names, the names are pretty much centered on doing more miracles than what Jesus did. That's right. Yeah. Uh, do you remember <laughs> this uh, pastor from Southern Africa who tried to walk on water? Claiming Jesus said the things I have done, you also will And he drowned, by the way. Oh, yes. (laughs) It was the one-way road. Up to now, he has never returned. (laughs) We have pastors down in Southern Africa who have been trying to drink poison simply because Jesus said in Mark 16 that when you drink poison, it will not hurt you. We have pastors who have been trying to catch snakes. Again, misinterpreting what Jesus said. They have been bitten by snakes. Oh, yes. This this is why it is so important to understand what what Jesus meant. To just know what Jesus said is one thing. But to also know what he really meant is another thing. Because as much as we are concerned about your souls here, but, you know, misinterpretation of what Jesus meant has even implications even in our very physical lives even oh, yeah. today. That pastor died. Yeah, he died. Today he has a, a wife who left and children as a widow yes. and children who yes. became orphans. And why? Because the man of God misinterpreted the scripture. So what is it that Jesus means here when he says you shall do greater things than I have done? Did he mean miracles? 
What does the context say? And I want I want to remind you, Rogers, that what Jesus is talking in this context here is he is first talking about him going to the Father. Mm-hmm. He tells mm-hmm. his disciples that I am going to the Father. And because I am going to the Father, and because you belong to me, there also you shall what? You shall come. That's right. And then the disciples asked, we don't know how to get there. How shall we get there? We don't even know the Father. We don't even know the Father. And then Jesus answers them, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through who? You want to know the Father? Look at me. Look at me. Look through me. Go through me. So the context here is about witnessing. We all know that this Christian journey is a pilgrim walk. We are foreigners in this world. And where are we heading? We're heading right where the Father is. To the Father. That's That's the destination. So this is about witnessing. Jesus has witnessed to his disciples by revealing the Father to them through him. He's and saying, I have revealed the Father to, to you. you. You've known not him through me. Not just in what I have been saying, but even in the works that I have done. So the question is, what are those works? Well, of course, miracles are part of them. That's part but, of what Jesus has but, done. But, 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 but mirac- is that all there is? Miracles was not the main thing. No. The purpose of the miracles was to authenticate that the work that Jesus had come to do, how, how is that work going to be authenticated? Now the miracles were authenticating. So the miracles was just a byproduct of what Jesus That's had right. come to do. Was so just a byproduct. Was not the main product. Jesus is talking about. Jesus here is talking about witnessing to these people, to these disciples, to the world about the Father, and He tells them where I am going. There also you shall come. And how shall you get there? That's through me. That's right. right? That's through if me. If the Father is love, Jesus demonstrated that love. If the Father serves His people, Jesus demonstrated exactly. as a servant. Exactly. If the Father well, goes out of His way to sacrifice for His children, Jesus was a perfect example. And Jesus is saying, in everything that I am and have told you and have said and have done, the goal was one to show you the Father. And in other words, what Jesus is saying here. In the same way that I have shown you the Father, in the same way that I have witnessed to you, in the same hope that I have left you with that someday you shall be united with me, is the same hope I am instilling in you and commanding you that you go to the world and witness. In fact, later he says that you will even do greater things than I have done. But there is an interesting connection there. He says, because I am going to the Father. Now you wonder, how is going to the Father connected to doing greater things? Why don't they do greater things before he goes back to the Father? But you see, in the whole of this John chapter 14, he's been talking about the promise and the person of the Holy Spirit yes, coming to true. them after he has gone to the Father. True. So the Holy Spirit is central in this discussion. But what is the purpose of the Holy Spirit? Jesus has already explained that when he comes, he will be their counselor. He will reveal everything Jesus has said to them and remind them of those things. He will take what is of Jesus and give it to them. But even more so, In Acts 1 verse 8, he says, When you have received the Holy Spirit, then you will be my witnesses Witnesses. in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the world. So, in other words, he's saying, When I go back to the Father, the Holy Spirit will come. He will empower you to do a greater witness than you are able to do right now and, when I'm still with you. And you just quoted Acts. And I, I, I want you to look at the nations that Jesus is mentioning there. Mm. Actually, these are some of the nations beyond the borders 
uh, of the physical Israel then. That's right. Okay? That's beyond right. the borders of Palestine. These, these disciples shall go beyond the borders witnessing about the Father that there is a day, there is a time we shall come and we shall be united with the Father. But the only way to get there is through the Son. And, and Kenneth, if you think about it for a moment, especially responding back to these pastors who have narrowed down these texts to the understanding that Jesus was only talking about miracles and all they do is miracles all day long, assuming they are authentic, of course. If you think about it for a moment, supposing this scripture was actually true, if you look through the rest of the New Testament and even in the experience of the church to this day, who has done greater things than Jesus did? Supposing we were to assume that this was only about <laughs> miracles. Tell me, which pastor or which leader has done anything that is greater than what Jesus did? Healing the sick, Jesus already healed them. Raising the dead, but Jesus already raised <laughs> the did, dead. He did far much Walking better than water, that. Jesus yes. already did that. Yes. So give me one example you can think about and in, that in, Jesus didn't do that today's Christians are doing that you could say is greater. And we must always be reminded here that this is not just about a competition with Jesus about who does the best. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. We are not trying to That's compete not with Jesus. That's what Jesus yeah? was saying, certainly. And, and the, moment, the moment we get to have that mind in ourselves, just know that something is wrong about us. That's why Jesus even tells the disciples that the world will know that you are mine and you love me if you do what? If you, you love, if you one love, another. yeah, exactly. He's not saying if you do greater miracles than I did. That's not the way the world knows that you follow Jesus. No, 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 no. But if Again, you Jesus love is one another, to say it's not about miracles. Yes, true. And if it were, then we should be seeing pastors who are doing things greater than what Jesus did. And I've but never when seen you look one. at Jesus's record and all he did. Who has been able to do more than Jesus did in terms of miracles? I, I, I have, I have never seen one. And the fact that I've never seen one is not the reason why I, I, I think they are wrong. But I still believe that Jesus meant something more than what they're thinking. They exactly. Yeah. The, the text itself <laughs> yeah. tells you that Jesus, by the time he left, he already did the greatest and highest. So there is no greater miracle you are going to perform that he didn't. If there was anything you could think about, it was the resurrection. And Jesus raised himself from and, the and, dead. And, and who has ever been resurrected, by the way? Tell me who can do anything greater than the resurrection. No okay. Way. Let's talk about the miracle of salvation which Jesus offers to all who believe. Do you know anybody who has even ever been able to save another person? No, I've so never when seen one. you say that you have been called to do greater things than Jesus did, how great are those things you are doing? Rogers, we, 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 we must be, we must be humble enough to accept that we have hugely distorted this scripture and, but, but we shouldn't stop there. Our goal should be, how best can we understand this? And this is why we are here this morning. What exactly did Jesus mean? What does Jesus, what does mean? Jesus mean by doing greater things than he did? Mm. And my brothers and sisters out there, I want you to understand that what Jesus meant in this text is about this ongoing work of witnessing to the world about the Father. Exactly. And, and how to get the Father through him. And that's why you see... 
when he take commissions them in Acts chapter 1 verse 8, he says, when you have received the power from on high, you will be my witnesses, but this time on a broader, grand geographical scale. Exactly. While I witness to you about the Father within the jurisdiction of Israel, you will go to Judea, you will go to Samaria, you will go to the ends of the world. Yours will be a making of disciples out of the nations a of very, the world. A very good example, actually, on a sad note, Rogers, we lost Billy Graham. That's right. Billy That's Graham, right. right. Mm. Billy Graham is believed to have spoken to over 10 million people. That's right. That's right. During his crusades. Mm. Over mm. 10 million people are from believe, different cultures, from different, different cultures. nations, different languages. Talk e- about it. Exactly. And here we're talking about Jesus who witnessed in Palestine to the tribesmen, yes. to the people in a localized place. And for a short period and of about period, three, years. three years. And he says, you shall do greater things than this. He meant going outside beyond the borders of Palestine. In terms of extent, you will go far and farther. You will take the gospel to places where I haven't been in these three years. So Jesus is talking about it qualitatively, not just quantitatively. It's not about how many miracles you will do and who does more yes, than the other person. True. Today that true. seems to be the competition. Who is able to perform <laughs> more miracles than the other? And the one who performs more becomes popular. Everybody wants to follow the one who performs more. Yes. So the others are also trying to compete to outshine the and, other. And, others are faking the miracles. And, and on a sad note, they just keep stealing members from each other. That's right. No one is willing to go out there in the Instead world. Instead of going further and doing the greater things, and witness they about are the busy father. trying to duplicate what the other Christian leader is doing. And at the end of the day, really, there is no greater thing Instead, that is being done. Instead of going out there and witness about the coming wrath, and the grace that has come in the name of our Savior, Jesus Christ, we are here just snatching members from each other. And mm, we members mm. also, we members also have become so, so, so dumb that we're just kind of like so obsessed with miracles. Where are miracles happening the most? We are here today. Tomorrow we are there. Tomorrow we are, this is not what Jesus called us to do. So we, we are really all agreeing yeah. with the text that greater <laughs> things that Jesus mentioned in this text does not mean more miracles than Jesus did. It does not mean even more power and more popularity than Jesus had. It means an opportunity to go far and further in witnessing. No wonder the Great Commission is about the making of disciples in all the nations of the world. Not just Jerusalem and Judea. And reaching out to the farthest end of the earth, the places that Jesus didn't go physically. We are here talking about the physically stepping into those places. Because we know he's there in the spirit, but the places which he didn't physically go to, that's Mm. where Jesus is Mm. calling us. And in, and this ongoing task of witnessing to the masses is what Jesus was referring to. You, my disciples, mm. you, my apostles, you shall do greater work of witnessing than I have done to you. And that is why that promise is tied to him going back to the Father. Exactly. You a... will do greater things. Why? Because I go back to, to the, the Father. Father. What will happen when I go back to the Father? I will send the Holy Spirit. What will the Holy Spirit enable you to do to become witnesses exactly without without jesus himself going to the father we are left powerless that's right we are left powerless because the holy spirit 
won't come with us. That's but right. But on the basis that he himself is going to the Father, and when he goes to the Father, he is going to send the counselor, the comforter to us. And by the power of that spirit, we shall go to the Father's end of the earth That's right. and witness That's about right. the goodness of... And what do we see when the Holy Spirit comes on Pentecost today? Do we see miracles? <laughs> No, no. What we see is a powerful proclamation of the gospel. Where Peter stands up and proclaims the crucified and yet risen Christ. And by the time he finishes his sermon, two things become clear. This Jesus whom you crucified and killed, God has made him both Lord and God. And secondly, the question from the audience, brothers, what shall we do to relate to this Jesus Mm. who has become Lord? Mm. The someone mm. ends with a call to repentance and remission of sins, not a call to come and be healed. No, no not a call no. to, to bring the, the, the lamb and the what and we shall make them no. all. Not uh, a call to miracle it's, money. It's not even a call to the de- deliverance service. No ah, way. No it's way. It's a call to repentance, to repentance. and forgiveness mm. of sins. And, and, On a Pentecost day, you don't see Peter performing miracles. It's yes. not about that. That's not the greater works. And if you look and analyze the message that are preached immediately after the Pentecost, the whole message is centered about this Jesus who died. In fact, in Mark sixteen nineteen, it says that after Jesus had ascended to heaven, that he daily he ministered with the disciples. They went everywhere preaching, and daily he was among them, and he confirmed what they said with accompanying signs and wonders. How is Jesus doing it? He is confirming what they are saying. What are they doing? They are going everywhere. Not performing miracles. Yes. Proclaiming the good news of the kingdom. The miracles are following them. Confirming what they are saying. And so what is the greater work here? The miracles or what they are saying? What they are saying. Exactly. Yeah. And this is happening because Jesus has gone to the Father. And what's the message about? The message is about the hope that we Christians have that one day we shall go back to the Father. And how, right. how are we going to get there? Because Jesus himself did not leave them in suspense as, no, as no, no, this no, question. No, no, no. He gave them the answer. In I fact, am... even the greater works can only be done with Jesus yes. working among them and confirming that. How do we get to the Father Rogers? Jesus did not leave them in suspense. He gives them the answer. You shall get there because I am the way, yes, the that's truth, right. and, and the life. life. No one comes to the Father except, except through, through me. me. Oh my goodness. Very wonderful. Brothers and sisters, this text leaves us in no doubt whatsoever. In fact, if there is anything it does, it's a call for brokenness and repentance. Because so many of us have been found guilty by this very text, that often we have approached it as though it was a passage about miracles and wonders. And out of a misunderstanding of this text, we have churches that whose goal is to go around performing miracles, or at least promising them, or even duplicating them, or competing with several other churches in the name of who does more and better and yet now we soberly 
realize that this text is not about miracles, it's not about wonders, it's not about who does it better. If it was about miracles, Jesus did them all. If it was about who is popular, Jesus is more popular than any one of us that has ever lived. But what is it about? A powerful proclamation of the gospel, a witness to the kingdom of God in the power of the Holy Spirit to the nations of the world. God is people going across borders and cultures, going through people of different languages, of different tribes, of different nations, proclaiming the one true God that has been revealed in the person of Jesus Christ our Lord. That is the greater work Jesus is talking about. A work of witnessing to the kingdom under the empowerment of the Spirit of God that Jesus sent when he had gone back to the Father. Oh, how wonderful it is to understand this. When you know what Jesus meant, not only does it realign your theology, but it humbles you and it gives you a reason on how to walk rightly, properly, faithfully, humbly before the Jesus who called you. May the Lord abundantly bless you as you continue to think through these passages. And that knowing God's truth will break you and humble you and yet empower you to do those greater things that Jesus has called us to do. To learn more about the Africa Center for Apologetics Research, visit us at africanapologetics.org.